This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Stand by, Rutherford County. The WGNS Action Line continues a search for truth. Good morning to you. Welcome in to the Action Line from WGNS. This morning we are looking at lawns and gardens. This is a good time of the year to be doing that. And Anthony Tuggle is with us from the Rutherford County Agricultural Extension Service. All sorts of things to talk about this morning. And you're the one who's going to direct us. So if you have a question or a comment or if you need Anthony to do some research for you, He's here to help you. Hey, Anthony, good morning to you. Good morning, Bart. Good to have you with us today. Oh, man, it's good to be here. It feels like, I don't fall. know. <laughs> feel like, it feels like fall, but it feels like uh, 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 I'm a surprise guest. I ain't been here in so long. Oh, it has been a long time. Yeah. Well, it's good to see you. It's good to see you as well, and good to be on the radio for a time. And uh, we've got uh, the final weeks of the uh, <laughs> Farmer's big mar- market. Yeah. It's winding down. Next Friday would be the last uh, Friday of the market and as we've done in the past uh, during October uh, as those fruits and vegetables starts to wind down uh, we like to uh, connect with our artisans so there we have uh, different people who have different types of art skills uh, selling at the farmers market as well so we want to if you're looking for uh, some some Halloween gifts, Christmas gifts and things of that nature as well as some vegetables and some honey and those things uh Come on by the market uh, tomorrow uh, because next Friday will be the last uh, market of the day until May of next year. Because they like me, they bought out of honey and they need to go and stock up on some honey for the winter and things like that. So you come on by the market and, and get some good items. In other words, we need to get over there. Yeah, we, <laughs> we, we, got, we got three official market days left in the year. <laughs> now, this time of the year, what kind of... Uh, produce do you have over there? What's going? We still have people that are bringing in some uh, uh, few tomatoes and uh, we got pumpkins, a few watermelons and things like that. Uh, Still at the market, peppers, uh, turnip greens or uh, greens or should be plentiful. Okra always, always at the market uh, pretty much. So we just basically kind of instill some some of those other uh, cool season crops people are still harvesting. Now, if well. you're, is it too late to do planting still? Yeah, I think we're out of the window for planting uh, fall season vegetables now. Okay, what so, about the yards? If people are working uh, on the grass and things like that, uh, uh, we 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 are we are in a good situation. Uh, I'm gonna start out with the shortest one because it's gonna be the easiest one to. Uh, then we go to the tall fescue, Bermuda, and warm season grass. Those are uh, slowing up. They are not mowing as much, so they are on their way out. So really, all you gotta do is kind of. Uh, Hope for that uh, frost to come on in to go on and knock those out, and you should be good. And then you can, after that, come in and do some weed control. But for us, the uh, tall fescue lawns and things of that, 
Uh, we're in a good time. Uh, we, we see a lot of people are still aerating and kind of overseeding some. I wouldn't be afraid to go ahead and oversee some still, but we're a little late in the window to do a lot of uh, major seeding for the, for those as well. But for as a uh, fertilization of those uh, uh, cool season lungs, we, we are, we're ideal time to, to do that. And also, if you're not overseeding, uh, whether you are for warm season or cool season lungs, we're in a, a great time to put out that uh, uh, pre-merged material for those winter broadleaf weeds. A lot of those are already start to germinate and coming up. So if you, uh, you had a lot of broadleaf weeds in the uh, spring last year, you're probably going to have them again this year. So if you're not overseeing it, you want to go ahead and put out that uh, application of that uh, uh, pre-merged material now because those are uh, starting to germinate and you'll start seeing them come up in your yard and you'll see even more of them in the spring. So uh, we pre-merge weed control would be great if you're not overseeing it, uh, those lungs. But then again, a, a fertilization of those uh, uh, cool season grasses would be great as well. Okay. But most people are like me. I got well, I guess most people are like me. I have Bermuda, so I'm in the process of cleaning all my tools up and putting them in the shed for the year. So you really want to extend the life of those tools and equipment. You know, uh, so if your if your lawn needs reseeding and uh, things of that sort, aerating, is is this this is a good time then? It's an okay time. We, I wish okay. we'd done it last <laughs> month. Uh, we, I wish we got it there a little earlier. But yeah, I, I wouldn't be afraid to go ahead and uh, uh, aerate, deep thatch, and aerate, and uh, put some seeds out. But yeah, we, we, we're coming on the end of of the, the primary time to do it. But fertilization, if you've already done that, it would be ideal to go ahead and do that. And when we think about fall, Boulevard, we are, one of the things we always talk about is. Uh, Prune a lot of do a lot of major pruning uh, when trees are dormant. They are coming into that dormant period. I think there'll be more next month. Will maybe even a better time to do some major pruning on those trees and shrubs. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't be afraid to go ahead and prune some of those back now. But next month would be an ideal time. Uh, so how about bushes and things? Can you plant some if you're doing oh, some? Thank you. Yes. Okay. Now we're ideal for planting. Okay. Well. Yeah, we're, we're in a good window from now through, I guess, the ground is frozen to plant some of those uh, trees, shrubs, and landscape plants. I know during the COVID, a lot of people put out a lot of plants, uh, landscaping as well, doing a lot of stuff around their home. So we can continue to do uh, some of those landscaping and planting things as well. So if you are at the farmer's market, uh, do any of those farmers have bushes and trees for sale? They do. I can think of at least two of them uh, know that always at the market. And they uh, pretty much have a lot of the nursery crop, uh, whether it's uh, some bedding plants as well as trees, shrubs, and things like that. So they can uh, uh, purchase some some plants to uh, uh, redo their landscapes as well at the market and also we again we have uh, uh the market our master gardeners are out there every uh, market day at the pavilion answering questions and talking to uh, uh clients as they come in and also showing off the uh, uh demonstration areas we have out there as well and not only that we have a uh, uh it'll be uh, uh we have a staff member be out there with a presentation at the market as well i'm not sure who's tomorrow maybe rachel or mitchell so we have uh, people uh, out there to do educational program the entire uh, time at the market as well. So we continue to do those. Now, it's usually around the 1st of January or so that the people are uh, supposed to have signed up for the, uh, for the Master Gardeners program. Uh, and, and a great opportunity to go to the farmer's market and talk to the Master Gardeners and see what it's all about. 
But uh, we're, we're getting pretty close to the beginning of the sign-up, aren't we? I think we are getting pretty close to that. I don't have that date in mind. I'm going to try to look it up. Uh, I'm not sure Rachel got it uploaded on, on the website, but we are in that time that the Master Gardener should be taking uh, applications uh, f- for the Master Gardener program. Uh, and, and, I, and I want to extend, uh, well, I'm looking online. The registration is open now. Oh, it's open now. It's open okay. now. So, <laughs> I, yeah, so they can uh, go in and uh, uh, to the uh, Rutherford uh, uh, dot Tennessee and click on agriculture and click on Master Gardeners and to click uh, to take those application applications. Okay. What, and what's that those. web address again? They go to our main website and then, uh, uh, they can go. It's Rutherford dot Tennessee dot edu. Okay, Rutherford dot. Tennessee. You spell out the spell whole out, word. Spell out Tennessee. Rutherford and spell out Tennessee. Rutherford Tennessee. Dot edu. Dot edu. Okay. And they go into agriculture and then they see Master Gardener and the first thing gonna pop up is uh, registration. Sign up. Yeah. Sign up. There's a little button to click, and uh, you can complete uh, it's that. It's amazing the what they learn in that program. I mean, uh, you can uh, and you learn from the best, and it's an ongoing program once you're in it uh, you don't stop learning i mean you just keep on learning and uh, it's amazing what the master gardeners can share with everyone it is Bart, and i've uh i've said this for years uh and i and i stand by it and our our master gardener program is probably one of the best master gardener program in the state well and they are award-winning master gardener program because they always win in mm-hmm. a lot of different awards and also rates everyone and done an outstanding job with them as well and have won some awards on the work that they've done, not only in the community, but as uh, as providing leadership to other Master Gardener programs around the state. So, and, and, I, and, and I tell people all the time, our complex uh, with all the demonstrations they have looks so nice. It's because of the work that our Master Gardeners are involved in and, and, and the effort they put into uh, those demonstrations and our and our property out there. So when they when people drive by, it, I want them to know that our master gardeners, especially those demonstration and things, our, those are done by our master gardeners, and they uh, and they are really dedicated and uh, and they do a lot of educational work around the uh, around the community, like going to the li- uh, the library, do offering educational programs and other different groups offering educational programs, and they have quite a few that are on the. Uh, own office of YouTube and all those channels as well. So a lot of educational programs that they are doing and engaged in, and you want to get involved with that group, I encourage you to uh, sign up, be involved and be engaged in that. And they, like I said, they help a lot of other master gardeners group all around the state, and they are looked to as some mentors. So I want to tell them we are proud of you and continue the good work, and we're looking for some additional master gardeners to add to the fold. Okay, now, so you can sign up right, right now, now. Right now. <laughs> Head over there. Don't wait until the last minute because when the class full. is filled up, you're, you're out of the picture. Yeah, to wait to another year. Yeah. Now, for people who are thinking, well, I'm not quite ready to jump in as a master gardener, but I would like to learn something, the Garden Basics class. Uh, is that sign up about to begin also? Yeah, I, it haven't started yet. Uh, but it should be starting pretty soon for sign up for that, and that, and that is a good point, Bart, to distinguish between those two, is that uh, a garden basic program uh, uh, is a program that begins in May. It's a shorter educational program, 
And you don't have to give back volunteer hours as you would with the Master Gardener program. Master Gardener program is a program that is geared to uh, for volunteer service and giving back. So you just want to learn about gardens and you can participate in the Master Gardener program. So I would just say email Rachel, uh, Rachel Painter. Uh, and again, you go to our website, all our contact information is there. And she'll give you more information on how to sign up and participate in that. And our Master Gardeners are the ones who actually um, teach those classes you mentioned earlier about wealth of knowledge that they have and but so they're the ones that teach a lot of those uh classes so we can um get them to sign up for that program and we also have other uh, horticulture related programs throughout the year as well now once again for people who may have just tuned in what is your website where you can go and find all of this uh, rutherford.tennessee.edu rutherford and tennessee are spelled out rutherford.tennessee.edu Okay, rutherford.tennessee.edu. Yes, sir. Okay, and spell it all out. Yes, sir. And if you can't spell, <laughs> we the hope problem. your spell checker's okay. Well, you know, you're, actually, you're just speaking to your phone these days, it'll pick it up. Well, know. that's right. You yeah, can. it picks up everything, so you can just speak it into your phone, it'll, it'll, it'll pick it up for you. That sounds like a winner. <laughs> uh, and the final farmer's market, uh, not, not this, not tomorrow. Not tomorrow, next but Friday. But next week, okay, yes, so you sir. still have... Tomorrow, Tuesday, and next Friday. Three days. Okay. But now on the final Friday, uh, that's, uh -oh. that's the one where you're going to have the artists and craftsmen. And no, they're there, they're there, on, uh, they're there all, all, all month, all, October. All. So they'll be there the next three uh, market days. So people can come out and buy some different uh, from our, visit our artisans and, and do some things like that. So they, it's very, they have a lot of good stuff out there. Now, what are the uh, hours of the farmer's market for people who may not know that? Uh, 7 to 12 on Tuesday and Friday. I know it, we say that all the time next week. People come all throughout the week. So 7 to 12 on Tuesdays and Fridays. Okay. Then uh, then you sort of pack it away for uh, the next, <laughs> next several months. And it opens up again in May. May. Yeah. So uh, we won't be able to buy... Uh, Honey and stuff like that uh, for, for a while from the farmer's market. Anyway. Unless you get their contact information, and I know we do have, I mean, uh, and the vendors are very easy to work with. So if you have a vendor you've been working with and buying, especially some meats and things like that, we know, uh, I see all the time during the off-season where they have uh, have arranged for them to meet some of their clients out in the parking lot. It's to... Uh, uh, pick up meats and uh, honey and things of that nature. So mm -hmm. as you're winding down, you can still connect with your local farmer and just kind of get their information and coordinate. I guess it's a kind of a mini CS CSA uh, where they can basically, basically they're meeting and, and collecting, uh, exchanging a, 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 a meats and a few vegetables, some plants, but honey and things like that. Most of it's meat done, mostly it's meat because we're out of the season for most of the vegetables. Now, how is it coming on repairing uh, the building <laughs> where the car drove through it? <laughs> wow, it's coming. Is it? We're. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say we're about ninety-eight percent oh, back cool. up. Okay. We still missing a few things, and uh, and it's looking, it's looking, it's looking good. We we should hopefully, you know, I guess we're we're facing kind of like everybody else, a shortage of getting things in, mm -hmm. you know, being delayed from getting things in, but. The repairs are coming on quite well. 
And uh, we hopefully be back up. When I say that, I've been saying that for quite a few months. We'll hopefully be back up <laughs> soon. But I'm sure we'll be back up by January, 100%. Now, the the folks of the, the Beekeepers Club, because uh, a lot of people are wanting to learn how do you become a Beekeepers, uh, but they're not able to meet there yet. Where are they meeting now? It's the first Monday, right? It's the first Monday. I think they're meeting in the community center. Okay, so still over there. I, yes, I believe. They, I'll double check with Mitchell on that. If you want to come, make sure you call the office and confirm that. I think they'll meet at the community center. Okay. Is Rachel or Mitchell listening where they could text you that information? Uh, I'm Maybe not sure. They what, can, I, think, while, while I know they're in a training today. I'm not sure. I know they were. Uh, while we're checking on that, uh, let's pause and check on the traffic and weather. And let me mention this, too. If you have a question, if you have a comment, Give us a call, or if you know when the beekeepers, where they're meeting, uh, give us a call. 615-893-1450. We can talk or text on that number. Uh, You're in control. 615-893-1450. Mitchell Moat is out there having a party today, (laughs) and uh, Rachel Painter is, and the one who's working hard is Anthony Tuggle up here. (laughs) We'll be right back. You may think money problems are just impossible to fix. Get sound advice with Dave Ramsey, one to four weekdays, followed by certified financial planner Jason Qualls at four. Hi, this is Peter Demas with Demas's Family Restaurants. In December, Demas's will be here for 32 years. My parents started this restaurant. They wanted a place that was affordable, that people can come and be able to celebrate their special occasions or be with their family and we have strived to keep things the same as what they have created it. We encourage you to come and try Demas's Restaurant at 1115 Northwest Broad Street at Demas's Restaurants. Hi, this is Dan Mitchell at Music World and Drummer's Den, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. We have a huge selection of ukuleles which have become very popular in the last couple of years. We have one for everybody in the family from small to large. We do guitar repairs and setups, lessons for every instrument from strings to keyboards to drums, right here at Music World and Drummer's Den, 2762 South Church Street, across from Indian Hills Golf Course. It's so important that we recognize our veterans, shake their hands and say how proud we are of the service that they have given to our country and that we thank them for that. I am Becky Bookner, and we salute our veterans. We're talking with Glenn King, a World War II veteran. I dropped out of high school and joined the Marines. WGNS proudly salutes and remembers our U.S. veterans who have served our country. When I came back to the States, I was stationed in the Marine barracks in Washington, D.C. We were assigned to the White House, and we did a lot of traveling with President Truman. Did you have interactions with President Truman back then? Yes. When President Roosevelt was president, he found out that there was a CCC camp 80 miles west of Washington. You said the CCC. What is that? Civilian Conservation Corps. And it was on top of a mountain in Thurmont, Maryland. He commandeered the CCC camp for his rest camp, and Roosevelt named it Shangri-La. President Truman had the presidential party up there. 
we all would eat uh, three meals a day in the CCC mess hall. In the mess hall down the middle was a great big curtain. President's party was on one side and the Marine detachment was on the other side. And every once in a while, President Truman would come and swing that curtain back, sit down and talk to us. And what he would say is, son, what state are you from? When they mentioned the state, oh, I know your senator real well, real well. When President Truman took the reins, he renamed what Roosevelt called Camp Shangri-La. The new name was Camp David. This has been a salute to veterans. Restoration One of Middle Tennessee. A team of experts and immediate responders who help homeowners after disaster strikes. After disaster strikes. Fire, water, or storm damage. We can help you get your life back to normal quickly. Restoration One MiddleTennessee.com. Locally and veteran owned. The GNS in our call stands for Good Neighbor Station. That's been our objective since 1947. Now more than ever, count on WGNS. Hey, welcome back. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. That's the number, 615-893-1450. Anthony Tuggle is with us this morning from the Rutherford County Agricultural Extension Service, and uh, he's here to answer your lawn and garden questions. So if you have some questions, give us a shout, 615-893-1450. This person says, uh, I've been working in my yard and trying to get rid of the grass, get it down to the dirt so I can uh, start over again. Uh, is it still going to work out okay? And boy, I had sticker shock <laughs> when I went in and <laughs> bought the Roundup to, uh, to get the grass. They said what had been costing 30-something dollars is now pushing $100. What in the world? Well, not only that, he's going to have a little sticker shock when he buy the seeds as well. They, okay, it's the same way, huh? It, it has all gone up, and uh, we had a conversation. We were talking around the office uh, probably several months ago and about the uh, how seeds are going to be, uh, uh, be up because there's going to be a shortage of, of, of seeds. As well as everything well, why else. Why is that? I mean, they're not out on the ships that are stranded in the Pacific. Uh, I, I don't guess. We'll yeah, guess. but all those weather events and things like that are in the West, Midwest, and things have uh, uh, kind of damaged some of the uh, uh, crops. So the crops are weren't as pr productive this year as they've been in the past, and then also the the weed in, in some of those weeds, in some of those crops, then the weed pressures and things were high. So you have to. Uh, do a lot more cleaning, so we're gonna be limited crop. So they were, so they 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 are, so they having some other issues that went for some of those uh, seed companies and things like that. And then trying to get those uh, uh, to the market as well. But so they have the crops are a little bit uh, less this year than they've mm -hmm. been in the past. Um, so, but I do want to clear up one other thing before we go to the next question. Uh, I did Mitchell did text me back. Uh, is that uh, the the ma not master gardeners? The beekeepers are not meeting uh, in November, and they're not sure about December yet. So okay, so is it nothing to do with the building, just normal. Yes. Normal things they do. Yes. Sir. Okay. Well, let's take a phone call. Good morning. You're on WGNS with Anthony Tuggle. Yes. Good morning. Good morning. How y'all doing? up there this morning. We're doing great. Doing Hope good. you are. All right. 
as Anthony, I just hadn't heard him on in a long time. And welcome back, Anthony. <laughs> I know, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, I'm glad to be back. Boy. Good to hear from so, you, too. Yeah, it's all good. Bring back members, man. You are, you're doing a great job starting up again. So uh, on, on your products and I'm just just want to talk. I haven't heard your voice in a long time, man. You know, I'd like the information you'd be giving out with lawns and gardens. And uh, uh, do you, by any chance, know any anybody that's got uh, lawn equipment and looking for you know cutting yards? My mower went out on me, and I've been trying to get somebody to come and you know sort of give me. Give my yard back on on the good foot, but uh, I I guess they backed up from all the rain and stuff we've been having, and they trying to catch up. And man, I tell you, I'm gonna need some cows. I tell you, horses, cows, or something like they just <laughs> my yard is just you know it's just it's growing awesome in the back, and I'm gonna have to rent something. I don't know. I might have to get out there and walk with the cows. I guess. May hear down and he started eating grass or something you know where you can see the house in the back but uh we are we doing pretty good but i couldn't couldn't get we get him get him a little garden area back there where grass been so you know plentiful this year and i just don't know but just uh have you been doing all right man I've been doing great, sir. And uh, yeah, we did the grass have been growing uh, uh, quite well this year, as well a lot of things. And and for it, finding some people to like to, <laughs> to get things done, I think that's kind of in the market we're in now. It's is uh, kind of hard to get people to do some things. But what I've done, I mean, I'm not sure what kind of neighborhood you live in, and I, I'm always seeing some people uh, 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 with pulling some trailers and with lawnmowers on them, and then when I when, but I have a little uh, a high school boy that cuts my yard, so he's been pretty regular until he's on fall break, and I have to grab somebody else to do it in the neighborhood. But I normally just see uh, – I don't have anybody I can recommend offhand because I'm not sure what part of town you live in. But if you uh, see some neighbors getting their yard cut, with, so I would just stop by and ask them to come and do it while they're there. And usually, that typically, uh, they've been pretty inclined to just go ahead and mow since they're already out there doing it. Uh, one of your neighbor's yard or someone real close to that effect. So that will probably going to be the easiest way or some, or easiest way to get it done because you know that they're actively doing it and, and they're pretty easy to get it done since they're already in your neighborhood or in your area. Yeah, I've been trying that too. And uh, a couple of them, they lie and been lying. Well, I ain't going to say they lied to me, but they've been <laughs> saying they're coming by and stuff. And then they'll... Maybe they they mowers or some breakdown. Them excuses I've been getting, and, and uh, you know I'm just bearing with it, man. But you know it's just off a thing. Make mosquitoes and everything just they go off, man. You can't walk in your backyard and stuff. And I don't know. It's just it's been a good year for growing stuff, though. You know, as I know, and I just I'm gonna just about to give up on it. I guess I might just go to the barn, you know, and. Sit around off in the barn and just, you know, just just have a great day, man. Bob, y'all <coughs> have a great day, and you got a good program going on. And just happy Halloween. Don't put up yeah. too much. Don't put on too much makeup and stuff this time. <laughs> you know? Go as yeah. yourself. <laughs> All right. Thank you. You have a good one.
All right. Okay. Yeah, well, good luck to you. And hopefully we can find somebody to get your yard cut. Well, maybe me bush hog by that way. Some maybe a little bush hogging, but like I said, just hang in there and maybe we have somebody in the neighborhood uh, maybe come by and try to help you out because we still are a nice, friendly community and people try to help one another out yeah. when they need to. Now, we've got a <laughs> listener here who sent us a text and they're wanting to overseed their yard with rye grass. I'm, I'm guessing they have rye before. Uh, if they didn't have rye before, what should they do, just in, in case? Well, they probably have Bermuda or Zorge or sound like they want to oversee it and keep it green. Uh, basically, they they can, one of the, those seeds are really uh, uh, easy to uh, uh, germinate, and I'll probably go with an annual rye grass to oversee with because typically they are a little bit cheaper, and they are timber, temporary grass anyway. When you just want to overseed it, and basically you just broadcast those out, providing you didn't put any pre-merged material out for it, weed control. So ryegrass is cheaper. It's typically well, I don't know about this year. I mean, that's what I was thinking. Is <laughs> yeah, so it's, maybe it's, it's everybody will grow it. <laughs> well, it's going to be a temporary grass. It's not a permanent. It's going to be just kind of people you refer to it as winter rye. Uh-huh. They just kind of overseed their gardens and things with it, and then they till it back in and add nutrients into the uh, uh, soil. But also uh, a lot of uh, uh, turf grass, people are like overseeded on, over Bermuda or Georgia to give it a green color throughout the year. But my only recommendation would be outside of overseeding it, don't overseed it too heavy mm-hmm. because typically it does hold moisture really well. And then we typically get a lot more uh, rain in the fall, in the winter of the year, and then when you mourn it, it will clump up a lot. So I would just kind of be when just overseed it uh, real heavily. But you should be uh, good and good time to go ahead and do that because that grass will come up and, and do quite well for you. Very good. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. 615-893-1450. Lawn and garden questions. How soon should we start uh, taking the leaves off of the yard? We are starting to see them fall we don't have a huge amount, but I don't want my grass that I've been working on to die either. So uh, how often should we remove those leaves? As soon as they can. As long as not, you want to kind of keep them off as much as possible. I know you don't want to go out there every day uh, to rake leaves, but uh, the more often you do it, the better you will be on, on your grass because once – I mean, you just got a few out there. They're not covering it up. I'll probably wait to get a few more. But uh, often the better you, you will be in, in doing that because you will kind of affect with the photosensitive and will kind of smother your your newly planted, newly germinated grass out some. So uh, that's kind of what we that, – that's the, pretty much what, what it is. But so you should be fine. Okay, here's a question. The person says – I heard you talking about uh, mosquitoes and things of that sort. It's a little late in the season, but I'm noticing I still have mosquitoes at my place, too. I can be outside, and uh, they must like me because they love to <laughs> bite on me. <laughs> How much longer are we going to have mosquitoes? What, what, yeah, what's uh, the designator on that? Is that oh, uh, man, that's going to be until we get some good cold weather, most <laughs> likely. Probably, I'm going to say late November. Probably November time frame, but you know how well we could have nice warm weather in November. But yeah, once we get, I should get killing frost. So typically, killing frost should be uh, next week sometime, middle of the 25th. So that'll slow them down should, a bit. 
You got, sure. you got a coughing problem today. I this uh, sinuses sinuses are, uh, are hard on me today. And there's nothing you can do about that. I mean, that it's just part of Tennessee. <laughs> October, November, and March are my uh, excuse me, February are my worst month. So I, I can survive those. So I guess it ain't 12 months a year. So I guess I can. <laughs> that's a positive note from it. But uh, for the person that for uh, I, I forgot the question now. About the, they were talking about the mosquitoes, oh, and mosquitoes. you were talking about the cold weather coming. Yeah, once we get the cold weather, kind of knock them back some, and they do kind of hibernate around uh, 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 shrubbery and greenery things of that nature. I tell people all the time, you know, you have to be in contact with them. Uh, you can go out and kind of spray some like malathion or something like that around your uh, shrubs and things like that. But really, the best option if you have anything that holds or have water standing, mm-hmm. can, tires, or bird feeders and things like that, uh, just dump them and, and try to, I know you want to keep the water for the bird, but kind of keep the water fresh and clean and things of that. So uh, that's going to be the, I mean, they can, little swells in, in, in drainage ditches and things like that can, can uh, manifest from a lot of those areas. Good morning. You're on WGNS with Anthony Tuggle. How are you today? <clears throat> Hello there. Good morning. Hi. Hi there, uh, gentlemen. Uh, I came in <clears throat> halfway on your uh, program, so I didn't catch the uh, gentleman's name that you have on today as a guest. I mm-hmm. uh, hope you guys are having a great morning. Yeah. Uh, so I thought you had a really good point uh, to the gentleman caller that was looking for uh, some lawn care. Um, also, too, he may want to put an ad on the, uh, the swapping shop, which, you know, that reaches, uh, you know, a good audience in, sure. in the county. And, uh, of course, you know, look up maybe on the Internet to see if there's some landscaping companies that uh, take, you know, new business, uh, which would, you know, be another choice. Uh, the question that I have for you is, I have uh, some area around my apartment, I've got a ranch-style apartment, and um, I moved from California, and I, I thought that, you know, the soil would be a lot more, I don't know, more dirt mix, and it seems to be clay mix, so I got a real surprise. Uh, so what I'm trying to do is build up the soil with more organic matter, so that I can go ahead and plant a garden uh, next year. And so I've got some uh, regular wood chips uh, from a tree that was cut down over here that I can use and then put in some soil. Um, But I wanted to know if he's got some more suggestion uh, for that. And then also they use this uh, black wood chips around here for, you know, landscaping decorative purposes. And I wanted to know, is that going to be a problem for growing uh, any crops that I have? Is it poisonous? Because I don't know what, how it's based. Okay. Uh, okay. Your first one was you got wood chips. Uh, those are probably not going to decompose uh, in time enough for you to basically uh, add organic nutrients or organic matter to the soil. At this time, so I probably wouldn't use that or work that into the soil, or either the uh, any kind of those chips because they won't decompose or, or to add any benefit or nutrient. They'll just basically be there. And those some of those uh, mulches and things are treated, so they typically don't adversely hurt the plants uh, per se. But it, again, it won't add you any benefit just by uh, putting them. Uh, 
working them into the soil and trying to improve the soil surface. While compost and things, some, uh, we talked to people a few minutes ago talking about some leaves. If you can get some leaves and work into that area, or, or just some, work them into the soil, work them into the soil, or some grass clippings, some of those. Long as not Bermuda grass clippings, work well, those. What is, in. What's wrong with Bermuda? Uh, Will they kill things? They'll grow and you create. Do oh, they you, want, you, Bermuda you going? Like they going? Okay. Yeah, it's going, it's going to create weed a weed issue for you. But they will uh, regular tall fescue grass clippings and things like that will be uh, added once you just kind of work it into your into that uh, site and let it kind of overwinter and then retill it up in in the spring. So those will have a tendency to decompose uh, by being really late in the season. They want none of it going to decompose really fast. So I wouldn't add a whole lot of it to it this year and just add gradually add a little bit over time. So if leaves and grass clipping, some of those nutrients that can be decomposed uh, will help be more beneficial than those wood chips and things. Do you have a, a lot of trees that were going to drop some leaves on the ground? Well, actually, most of them are going into the river. So okay. <laughs> well, the river doesn't need them. The grass clip, uh, excuse me, the grass clippings. Yeah, I've got better luck with that because we have um, a lot of lot of lawn around here, and they come around with those big uh, mowers. But I think there is quite a bit of the Bermuda grass mm. mixed in with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the reason why I wanted to put the wood chips in there was to aerate the soil so that it's just not all clay uh, to give you know the plant some some you know breathing room when they when they get in there um, so I'll definitely collect up some some grass and leaves whatever I can find um, the the other question that I had about those black uh, landscape uh, that they have is is that going to be like adverse like poisonous I guess was my my concern because I will only put those on the top <coughs> decorative uh, purposes so that it looks like the rest of the community with the mm-hmm. black chips on the top you you can I don't I mean, they are treated. I'm, I haven't seen any research where that actually leaches into the plants, or the plant mm-hmm. actually uptake that. But those, some of those, are treated. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for as a garden, I probably use straw or something like that. Uh-huh. It may be a little bit more beneficial to you once it breaks down. Then you're adding more uh, uh, organic matter to the soil, and by adding compost or those leaves and or grass come out, they decompose. They will already add uh, automatically will help aerate the soil out versus so you don't need those wood chips. The organic yeah. matter will do that for you. Okay, great. Yeah, I was trying to make my own compost because uh, we have a lot of kitchen scraps, but it got really runny. Um, I don't think I was putting enough. Uh, dirt or organic, you know, dry matter in there, and I just got mush. It was it was really gross. So, like <laughs> <laughs> no. a compost class. <laughs> no, nothing worse than gross compost. <laughs> oh, it's bad. <laughs> well, we do thank okay. you for joining us, and hope hopefully that helped you out. Yes, sir. Thank you very much, gentlemen. I appreciate your help. You have a great day. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. Anthony Tuggle with us from the Rutherford County Agricultural Extension Service. Stay with us. We'll be right back. 
Broadcasting to every nook and cranny of Rutherford County's 618 square miles. FM 100.5, 101.9, and AM 1450. Hi, this is Tina Fox at the Rutherford Farmers Co-op. Please come see us for all your gift needs. We have great car art clothing and our muck boots, and we have any kind of gift you would need for Christmas. Always, don't forget our gift department. The Co-op Farm and Home Center is located at 985 Middle Tennessee Boulevard, just off of South Church. Remember, you don't have to be a member to shop here. Come on by and say howdy to Tina Fox at the Co-op Farm and Home Center. It is your Christmas headquarters. Old friends, new name, better together. As First National Bank of Murfreesboro transforms into Capstar Bank, our focus is on you. We're entering a new generation of banking in Rutherford County, but we'll always remain a community bank with local people you trust and uniquely exceptional service you deserve. We're at 2230 Mercury Boulevard, capstar.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. This is Hope Rogers with the Villages of Murfreesboro Senior Living. Fall is here, which means cooler days and colder months ahead. Now is a great time to make that move into a senior living community. Often the cold weather can be more isolating for those seniors still living in their home. With the colder months ahead, our community could help alleviate the worry of costly utility bills, inclement weather, and isolation. Instead, come enjoy the socialization and fun that so many seniors benefit from living in this type of community. So don't spend another costly winter by yourself. Give us a call at the Villages of Murfreesboro, 615-848-3030. Good morning. Still very heavy and slow. 24 trying to get up through the Hickory Hollow area as you continue towards Nashville. From that earlier wreck near Bell Road that added to that slowdown. Again, allow yourself extra time this morning. It's also some radar out here up and down sections of 840. Gatlinburg Wine Cellar, home of the world-famous cotton candy wine. Log on to GatlinburgWineCellar.com. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time traffic. We'll see a few scattered showers and thunderstorms here this afternoon with mostly cloudy skies, a high in the mid-70s. Southwest winds at 5 to 15 miles per hour, gusting as high as 20. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 62. This is Jeff Graham with Tire World. I want to invite you to visit our new off-road department at our Memorial Boulevard location, featuring lift kits, leveling kits, light bars, as well as wheel and tire packages. Just come by and ask for Gator for all your off-road needs. That's Tire World on Memorial Boulevard. Broadcasting from the tallest tower in the city with that little red light on top. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, and AM 1450. Welcome back. We have a phone line open for you. You can talk or text whatever you prefer. 615-893-1450. Just don't think about it too long because we only have about five minutes left in the broadcast. So if you think too long and hard on it, the opportunity will have slipped away. 615-893-1450. Anthony Tuggle with us this morning from the Rutherford County Agricultural Extension Service. Three more uh, farmers markets left this season. Only three more. And that's the one tomorrow. And then the one this coming Tuesday. And then the final one next week on Friday. And uh, art shows and art (laughs) goodies at at all of those because it's the final month. Uh, And some music. Is there music there too? Or you, you're just going to sing and, and play the drums? I'm going to get Mitch and Rachel to sing. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> they are doing, uh, you're going to scare enjoy. people off yeah, now. I, was, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, we are winding down. We've had a, a great year, and um, 
And again, we want to thank all of our uh, vendors and customers for coming out and supporting the market uh, for the years. And they, so we're we just excited and even more excited uh, once we get past this pandemic so we can be back in the classroom and offering in-room classes. But I mean, I think the outside, I think people have really enjoyed the ones we've just been having in their lobby and foyers in the Master Garden. So they want to stay out at the pavilion and offer their uh, assistance out there. Because uh, everything is uh, so pretty and beautiful, and people enjoy coming out to the pavilion and getting the educational support opportunity. So we're just excited and ecstatic for all the support that we have in the community and, and in the assistance we need. People need to call us. They can feel free to give us a call. Uh, we are there at the office from 7 to 4.30, Monday through Friday at uh, 615-898-7710. Or they can visit our website and uh, send us, shoot us an email with some pictures and things of that nature. Uh, so we can answer a lot of those questions uh, via email, especially if you got some good pictures and things of that nature. And like this young lady who just called in, who moved here, uh, and wanting to make her yard as, as good as it can be. And for anybody else who's just wanting to do some improvements around, what about uh, a, a sample, a lawn sample, to be sure that you're putting the right stuff in the lawn. <laughs> That's, well, I don't know how we overlooked that. Thank you. Soil sampling is a very important. Uh, soil sampling let, let us know what's present uh, based on the crop for its nutrients and also what we need to add for that crop. And I'm calling turf grass, tr- vegetables, and whatever, trees and shrub. I'm calling all those crops. Mm-hmm. Uh, so whatever crop, uh, what nutrients need to be added it, to those crop to be successful. So it will give you a good pH and also give you a, a recommendation on how, how to improve that uh, crop. And no matter how sharp you are, I don't think you can look at the lawn and say, well, that looks like it needs a little uh, potassium or it needs some <laughs> of this or that. or there, you, you can't do that. There's not a person in the industry that, uh, that can look at it and, and diagnose what your pH is and what type of nutrient is going to be needed. So a good soil diagnostic uh, will be uh, well worth it. Typically on a soil test, we don't need them every, we recommend every three, on a yard three to five years. I mean, mm-hmm. it's and, typically and five really years. really show you what's Yeah, needed. show what you need. And unless you have a high dollar crop, like I think something like blueberries or some of those things, you need one every year. But most crop, vegetables, three to five years time frame, unless you, and I'm saying three to five years, you may have a real bad uh, sulfur problem or something, whatever, pH may be off real bad. So you may want to test more on that three years. But if everything is in balance and you're fertilizing it, adding the proper nutrients, five years is typically when you need uh, another soil sample. So three to five years, depending on, on, on your issue, unless it's getting a high dollar crop. $20, I believe, is what the soil sample costs now. Uh, well worth it you go versus going out buying a lot of nutrients that you don't need. So, And and don't stop and say, well, if my yard is this, my neighbor's and their neighbor's <laughs> is going to be that too. If you're in a subdivision, somebody has excavated your yard where they <laughs> built your house, and it depends on how much of the topsoil is on your yard versus somebody else. That's going to do it for our show today. Anthony Tuggle with us from the Rutherford County Agricultural Extension Service. Don't forget the Farmer's Market in the morning, 7 until noon tomorrow. Don't miss it. Anthony, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Bart. Enjoyed it. Good luck on the, uh, the hay fever stuff. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm going to get taking some steroids and stuff now. Truman is next on your good neighbor station.